We are almost at the halfway point of the fantasy football regular season. We're entering into week seven. Joe and I are here to talk about some trade targets that you should be looking for. Hut, hut, hike! Alrighty, my first trade target that I'd be looking out for is wide receiver Deontay Johnson. Uh, he's been activated off the IR, and, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers are coming off the bye. You might have forgot about him. I do think he's an interesting uh, player to buy for the second half of the season now that he is recovered from the injury. Um, and I like him, move, you know, like him moving forward in the Steelers' offense as he's, you know, still the number one guy. And I'd be willing to trade the likes of uh, Jerry Judy, uh, George Pickens, and Terry McLaurin. Yeah, you are a lot higher on him than I am. Always have been. Uh, my concern is with Pickett. Pickett's been kind of hobbled. They haven't really been using him a lot. Maybe, you know, there's been a lot of ridicule, uh, you know, with their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. So question will be that the bye week, were they able to take advantage of that and be able to move forward? Uh, but, you know, he is coming off the IR. And as a result, people may have slept on him. Could be a, a buy low option. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I get all the, the pick concerns, but I think part of the reason the offense looks out of sync is he was really the number one option on those, you know, a lot of these quick throws in the play. So I think he could add some uh, stability to that offense that it's looked erratic since he got hurt. So my first trade target that I would seek to go get would be tight end Darren Waller. Now I know he's been a disappointment, but just coming off that Sunday night performance against the Buffalo Bills uh, to Rod Taylor, you know, Actually, that offense looked a lot better with him under center versus Daniel Jones. Uh, over the past two weeks, he's had a total of 18 targets. Uh, this past game, he had seven targets, five catches for 42 yards. Uh, I, you know, I just really liked how they were looking his way. He's becoming more of a vocal point of the offense, like we thought he would be. Tight end is a wasteland. So to me, uh, I'd be willing to go target him. The guys I'd be willing to send out to go get him, uh, tight end Evan Ingram, uh, I would be willing to trade him. I think that Waller just has a higher upside. I'd be willing to trade Jerry Judy. Uh, you know, he has people may want him because of the trade value. And I'd also be willing to trade Zach Moss. And I could be a surprise, but I think JT eventually will take over. Uh, and, you know, with Gardner Minshew under helm, um, just don't like the running back options there without Anthony Richardson. Yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, Minshew does also open up those opportunities for the running backs to actually get the touchdowns versus Richardson's uh, goal line, you know, Hawk and all of them. But, you know, I thought it's, I, you know, it's interesting you mentioned trading Ingram. I, I, I think I personally would rather have Evan Ingram than Darren Waller at this point. Totally understand. Just, uh, you know, feel like he's an ascending player. Uh, and if Daniel Jones, who has a neck injury, remember he had a neck injury before, I think he missed the season at that point when that happened. Uh, he says he'll play next week. I'm kind of doubting it based on how the offense looked. Um, I think that uh, they're not going to rush him back. So if Tyrod Taylor is a quarterback, I like him a lot. Yeah, if Tyrod Taylor is going to be the guy going forward, I, I like him a lot more. Uh, for whatever reason, Daniel Jones, they just didn't have the report. You know, all preseason, all you heard was in training camp, you know, Daniel Jones couldn't stop throwing it to this guy. Then the regular season comes happens. And they just don't seem to be on the page. I don't get it, but. 
So are you enjoying this video so far? Well, if you are, show your support to our new channel by hitting the subscribe button and liking this video. We'll be creating videos all NFL season long, so you're not going to want to miss what we have in store. But uh, my next player here, the next guy I would trade for is, I, I'm going to try to target uh, Rishi Rice. You know, I think he's the one wide receiver out of this Kansas City Chiefs receiving core that's going to start making some plays besides Travis Kelsey. You know, we've seen the targets increase. Um, ever since week one, um, he had, he had uh, four catches for 72 yards receiving against the Broncos. Um, and I think this is just the start of him getting going. So I'd look to buy him now before he really, you know, has that big breakout game. Um, you know, a couple of receivers I'd be willing to trade him for would be guys like uh, Jamison Williams, even though he had that big touchdown catch. He's just, he's too boomer bust for my liking. Um, and then I'd also be willing to trade Jackson Smith and Jigba, you know, saw a little bit more utilization out of them against the Bengals, but I don't know if we can really trust that in his utilization going forward. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba could be a better option next year because I don't think Tyler Lockett will be around. And then a couple other guys, you know, at the running back position, um, I would be targeting, I'd be willing to move on from a guy like Tyler Algier and see if you can't pick up a guy like Rasheed Rice. And then uh, tight end, I'd be willing to move on from Zach Ertz and try to get Rasheed Rice too. Yeah, interesting about Rice. He's had two touchdowns on the year. Um, averages around five targets a game. Um, but, you know, like you said, um, that was by far his best game as far as yardage goes, a career high for him uh, with 72 yards. So I think that people were expecting Sky Moore to possibly be in that role or Kadarius Tony to step up and be in that role. Um, There really hasn't been someone who really took that step forward. It's it's Kelsey. Kelsey's the guy. Um, But Rice is showing way more promise as a rookie than Sky Moore or Kadarius Tony have shown. Uh, I'm with you. I would trade away Smith and Jig, but I like the player. I just don't like, you know, the usage. We didn't yeah. like it when he first got drafted there. Uh, and then I think I'd be okay trading Ertz and Algier away as well. I don't know about Jamison Williams though. You know me, I love the ceiling. Um, it's just nerve wracking cause he's a guy who can give you a goose egg, but then he can also give you like, you know, like what he did today on a small scale, a larger scale you're talking about even more, but is it, is it sustainable? Is it consistent? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be your traditional boomer, good bus guy, somebody like a Mike Williams, you know, the ceiling's super high, but he, like you said, he could goose you in terms of Jamison Williams. But yeah, I, I mean, I've always viewed Kadarius Tony as a more of a gadget player for the chiefs and just sparingly used. And obviously we've seen now uh rookie season sky Moore couldn't get it done. And then even this year, people thought the breakout was going to happen. We've yet to really see that. So I, I don't know. I think Rasheed Rice is going to be the guy to emerge. All right, Joe, here comes a doozy. I'm running for the tomatoes to throw, be thrown at me because I'm, I'm talking about a buy high candidate, which people are like, why would you buy high? Well, if he's going to keep ascending, it might be worth checking it out. And that's going to be running back Alvin Kamara. Coming off the suspension, uh, people thought uh, he might not be as good. They drafted Kendra Miller in the third round. And they brought in Jamal Williams, and you brought in Derek Carr. Maybe more of a, you know, depending on what the offense would look like. We didn't know how much Kamara would be involved. Well, first three games he's played, it's been phenomenal. The usage rate. Uh, we're talking 11 attempts, 22 attempts, 19 attempts. Really solid. On the target side, 
14 targets, three targets, eight targets. So his volume right now is unbelievable. Against uh, Houston, he had 19 carries for 68 yards, eight targets for seven catches and 36 yards. Now, mind you, his average yard per carry is not great, and he's 28 years old. We thought there could be a possible fall off, but uh, to me, you know, we've learned that for this season, especially, Carr just dumps it off to the running back. That's how we saw Josh Jacobs have such a high target and reception amount even last year with Carr. So we know Carr checks it down a ton. Uh, at this point, um, so this is where I'm going to back it up a little bit. Uh, based on the trade value chart that we've been using um, with Draft Sharks, uh, I would be willing to trade away uh, the likes of Kenneth Walker, Travis Etienne, and Tony Pollard. And I would even, surprisingly, possibly consider Bijan Robinson. I think because of the name, you'll be able to get Alvin Kamara plus. But I don't like how Arthur Smith has used Bijan Robinson up to this point. Um, it's very sporadic. He's been averaging around 14 carries a game. Algier gets spelled in. Uh, unless Algier all of a sudden got injured, uh, I feel like you could target Kamara. Uh, and he might be able to give you more usage. Uh, so that's kind of my thoughts there, Joe. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, I, I think if you're in a PPR league, it makes a ton of sense. You know, like you said, with with Kamara, um, and obviously, like you saw in this game, I mean, Derek Carr just continually checked the ball down to him, uh, and he definitely gets a lot of the opportunities. Just wonder if uh, from a, you know, you said he's an older, getting an older player, you know, is this going to be sustainable for him to get this type of utilization? Um, and he's a guy that's had the injuries in the past. You know, I do think, I mean, I don't know, your trade of your, the guys you're going to be giving up for Kamara definitely is a buy high. Um, you're not, you're never really been a Kenneth Walker, you know, that doesn't really surprise me. And then ETN is an interesting guy. I don't really think, his workload is sustainable, and I do think eventually, um, you know, maybe Tank Bitsby comes in. So, I mean, I get your ETN and Pollard, but I, I think I would be holding on to Bichon, though. ETN's is easy sell high right now, in my view. Pollard, I think it's overhyped. I mean, um, against San Fran, he had eight, eight carries for 29 yards. The previous game before against Domingo, he had 11 carries for 47 yards. So, He's not really being, he's had two touchdowns all year. Um, his target numbers, you're averaging around three or four. So, uh, you know, to me, I, I just, Bijan's the one that I is a little bit pushing it. I don't disagree with you, but Pollard, ETN, and Walker are an easy trade away for Kamara right now, in my opinion. Yeah, Pollard could be tough. I mean, they've had some, uh, they haven't had the best matchups for him to go against. And I, you know, if he doesn't get it done uh, Monday night versus uh, the chargers, if he doesn't get it done, then I, I would completely agree with you, but I, I think he could have the game and, and a breakout game for the season. Well, uh, by the time this video is done and published and you watch it, uh, you might be seeing me eating some crow as uh, the Tony power watch. He goes out for two touchdowns and hundred yards. <laughs> Uh, but uh, we will be doing trade targets again next week. Make sure you check us out. Thank you so much for watching and until next time.